It's beefy, baby. My name is Luke Hodson. Alex Morrison. You ready? I'm ready. It's a movie podcast. Let's get it. Grease soaked mess. It's a movie podcast. Rated PG 13. Your mom didn't make that casserole. Whoa, Nelly. Hey, hey, hey. What? Hey, what? 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 I'm what? right here. Hey, hey, I'm down here. Whoa, help. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 34th episode of the Bucket of Beef Show. My name is Alex Morrison. My name is Luke. And uh, we're here for 34. 34. 34. Halfway to 68. We're almost, we're almost 40. We're almost 40. Crazy. We won't get to 40 before the end of the season. No, probably not. I think... When's the season ending? We haven't even talked about that. We haven't really. I think... This is a long season, brother. It is a long season. 34 episodes. This is longer than fucking... (laughs) Remember Gotham? Yeah, I remember Gotham. That felt like the longest. (laughs) Because what? All the episodes were like 40 minutes? Yeah. I will say this. I'm so... I liked Gotham. It got very overwhelming. I think I only got through like the third episode of the second season. I only watched the first episode. And it's then, like twenty four episodes per season. That's crazy. And it's just it's too many for a Batman prequel. Yeah, it's yeah. just too many. Anyway, this isn't about Gotham. It's not about Gotham. It's However, about us. This I is will about say, you guys, uh, we'll probably do four more. The next mm. one will just be us, and then we'll have some guests on the last three. Oh, this is uh, news to me. Yeah, we're going to try to. We want we want to make sure that the people who helped build this show um, kind of get a chance to, to hang out with us. Yeah, that'd be great. And chat and, and get to know the audience. And you going to have Bill Burr on here? Yeah, we're going to have Bill Burr. What do you think Bill Burr would say about this podcast? He would absolutely just defame us. Oh, he would defame us for sure. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even know how he would sound. I you would got, want... You got a messy desk. <laughs> What are you doing? You're drinking your vaping during your, your recording. <laughs> I would want um, uh, what's the 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 Italian comedian? Oh yeah, that Italian Jerry Seinfeld, no. <laughs> the famous Italian comedian. No, the guy um, who's like, what are you doing? You know what I'm talking about? That no. Guy? Well, there's that Italian oh, uh, dude that's always with Maniscalco, like Sebastian Maniscalco. You know no what I'm idea. talking about? He's like, why are there people doing things outside? That's how he sounds. I have no idea who that is. Okay. Anyone who knows who he is just knows I did the best impression of him that's ever been done. Not true, but pretty close. Alex is very good at impressions. Yeah. Um, so, Luke, man, what's going on? How are you? I'm good. I'm doing well. It's crazy to think that this year's, like, coming to an end. It simultaneously felt like the shortest year of all time and the longest year yeah, <laughs> of yeah. all time. Especially for you, man. You've been busy. You've been I've been all, all over. over. I've yeah. been, like, not in New York for almost half the year. uh but it's good to be back i'm working a little uh i don't know if i can necessarily talk about it don't 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 say where you're i'm working a pop-up right now somewhere in soho and i'm also doing a a show it's my first ever shakespeare production that's exciting we opened today and we which is uh what the 13th this on wednesday december 13th through i think friday december 22nd the american theater of actors the two gentlemen of verona and let me tell you, it's uh, it's a Shakespeare play, all right. Oh yeah, all right. <laughs> oh <is>. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's been fun. Been running around like a madman. Uh, I'm glad that we got to sit down and do this. Yeah. Uh, I feel guilty for our inconsistency and in I do too. uploading these and everything. So thank thank you so much, especially to our patrons that have been so 
gracious with us. Uh, we, we sincerely appreciate it. And also, I keep getting this scam call from a 313 Detroit number. Answer it. Answer it right now. No, well, this is what's going to happen. See, I'm going to answer it, and it's going to be silent. Hello? Hello? See, that's what I'm talking about. They don't say nothing. They hung they up on hung me. up. Pieces of shit. If you're going to scam someone, fucking put your whole ass into it. I know. They're probably trying to steal my voice. Ridiculous. Make a make a voice out of me. That's ridiculous. What if what what, what would you do if like you were like just scrolling through like TikTok tick TikTok TikTok or like YouTube Reels and it was like an AI generated voice prompt and it was just your voice? That'd be kind of cool, actually. I'd be pissed. I wouldn't be that mad. I'd be pissed. Um, but yeah, I mean that's exciting though that you're doing Shakespeare and you've been able to go all. You had a really successful year. That's really exciting. Thanks, my friend. How are you feeling? good just kind of hanging um working i guess i my biggest achievements this year kind of came with my, my my upward uh i guess progress in work and i feel like that has shown enough and i feel like i i mean that i'm proud of i've made a lot of friends this year um alex has so many friends yeah i have two friends and one of them's alex <laughs> no no that's not true <laughs> but like i don't know i my, my big goal this year was to really insert myself into the community i'm kind of in and um create friends and and bonds and connections and i feel like i've done a i've done a pretty good job in that and i'm very proud of that um we did the show um yeah Yeah, samuel court was a big accomplishment we're still in the final processes of post-production on that but we'll let you guys know info on that as soon as possible what are your goals for next year uh that's a good question just keep on moving do more projects. Um, take it day by day. Yeah, yeah. That's basically it. That's kind of mine too. I want to definitely be more artistically in, involved in things. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily going to involve theater, but it would be cool. I don't know. You should open up a lasagna shop. A lasagna. You just shop? do lasagna. lasagna. We, we were talking about doing a cheese shop, an artisan te- cheese. We shop. were, yeah. Because there's not one in our area, and I feel like every area should have some artisan cheese cheese shop. Yeah, fromagerie, you know. Yeah. What? <laughs> a fromagerie. Fromagerie. Well, yeah, fromage is cheese. Fromagerie is a cheesery. Wow. Know. It's like a boulangerie. The more you know, hey, if that was your first time hearing that phrase or saying, make sure fromagerie. to subscribe to us. At, and uh, we'll send you a free slice of cheddar cheese. Yeah, for one single slice of cheddar cheese. It will not be refrigerated. It'll yeah. be probably if it's, the most If it's your first time hearing that seen. information, please follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Bucket of Beef Show. Uh, we post all the time on Facebook. We kind of, I mean, whenever we post Instagram, it goes to Facebook. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I was responsible for managing and posting on the Facebook. Managing and posting on Facebook. I've done, I've done a very doing recording really videos. Yeah, we yeah. Did, we did get a little camera that we still haven't used yet. Yeah. Um, but we'll. It's uh, for season two, you know. Season two. Yeah, season two. Claiming that for season two. I think they. We have we have faces for radio though. Like, I don't know. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> I don't need that. My ego already takes shots. I have shots a face for radio. Alex day. has a has a the face for the the platinum screen. The platinum yeah. screen. I have the I have the face for for screen and the body for uh for books. <laughs> <laughs> I I you got folks all over no, that vibe. No, I'm I'm just serious. I'm just serious. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> 
oh no we have to talk about the movie now no yeah um i mean did that count as our question of the day or do we want to do a question of the day we can do a question of the day too if you want can you think of a question of the day um Um, do you think, now it'd be a goofy one, um, would you rather be a panned bear or a brown bear? A brown bear? Really good questions today, guys. I'd rather be a brown bear. A brown bear? Yeah. Panda bears, I mean, like, you only see the videos of them being clumsy, and I don't want to be clumsy. I'd rather be a brown bear. And, like, because, you know. And be clumsy. Because then, like, cause then you are you shit. are a part of that golden rule where, you know, if you're brown, lay down. If you're if you're black, fight back. If you're brown, lay down. Or if it's brown. Like, if, you're, if you come across a brown bear. Oh, okay. You lay down. If you come across a I black see. bear, you, you got to fight back. Yeah. Which implies Do that you really if you lay down for a brown bear, you have to play dead. Yeah, they'll kill you. you don't try to climb a big rock. They'll kill you dead. Uh, yeah, they can yes. climb that rock too. Yeah, <laughs> there's no, can, there's really no they? stopping them. <laughs> Dang. What if you like threw a bunch of marbles on the ground? Would they slip? No. <laughs> <laughs> How would they? They're on all fours. You just have a big banana peel. Like, roll, roll, roll. <laughs> Listen, you never know. And there's not a golden rule for pandas. If it's if it's spotted, well, because pandas honestly like I, the reason I asked this question is because I saw a little video about pandas today, and they literally just live off the graces of humans. Yeah, yeah, they like do. they can't. They have to eat. Their babies come out like the size of like like smaller than like a like the size of a kitten maybe, mm. like smaller than that. They really? come out looking like naked mole rats Ew. because they get so such little nutrition when they're in the womb. Like literally, this is a little might be a little gross, but when a panda's like giving birth, they like push a tiny bit and then they basically just like go to their crotch and they just pull it out. <laughs> it's like so. It's like so easy for them. Maybe they're doing it right. Maybe they are doing it right. Yeah. They're like I'll just do it. My, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. It's like I don't want it to be big when I push it out. Just like. It's like my favorite video here. I'm just gonna talk about a gross thing for a second. Uh, giraffes. Have you ever seen a giraffe give birth? No. I'll never forget. I was sitting at my grandparents' the house. Head, the head comes out first then, right? Like You just see the neck and the head? Well, yeah. So, like, I watched this video of this giraffe giving birth, and it's so funny because there are, like, five people trying to, like, catch the baby. <laughs> they're, like, all – they're, like, running around this mom giraffe, and it's just, like, the head and a leg hanging out. And the the mom giraffe is tired, so she's trying to sit down. But if she she's down, she's going to crush kill the baby. baby. So they're, like, trying to keep the mom from sitting down. The mom's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and also, the longest gestation period for any animal is for a giraffe. No, can you do you know what animal it's for? Is it a whale? No, it's a land mammal. It's a land mammal. Well, it has to be a mammal. Um, longest just gest- how big is it? Can you give me a hint on the size of it? Big. It's big. An elephant, probably. An elephant. Like, yeah. How long? Like eighteen months? Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I did trivia the other day, and they said it was an elephant. That makes <laughs> I, sense. I don't know how long. <laughs> That's, that's well, they come out so big. Yeah, they're gigantic. <laughs> they come out the fucking. It's so funny seeing elephant babies because the second they come out, they're like, "I'm running around." <laughs> yeah. Um, like I've had thoughts for nine months. 
They're just waiting. They're like, please. They're just like, and then they just come out and want to play tag. No. <laughs> the mom's like, I, they, I'm meeting you for the first time. And like, I don't give a fuck. They're like, Chase I've, me. I've known you my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Movie time. We watched. In 1984, Steven Spielberg released a movie called Gremlins. Oh, yeah, so we watched Gremlins. Thank you guys for voting. Yes. Also, uh, everyone in my my job when I was when I was working and they saw the, um, I think it was my job, um, when they when they saw that we put the poll out. Everyone in my job was like, "You're gonna watch Gremlins. It's gonna happen." Well, why like, did no they? They need to follow from. the Instagram so they can vote. Cause... I think what happens is people are clicking on my story, and then voting. But not following our page. Hey, you need to follow our page. We had a goal of having 200 followers on our Instagram. How many do we have now? Like 120? 111, I think. Oh my god, really came up and then just plateaued. plateaued. But we do have Didn't more followers it? on, like in general, for the podcast. That's good. Than ever. Thank you. Thank Which you is guys. random because we have not been consistent. <laughs> I know, but we have such a such a broad library of content. At this point, yeah, we kind of do. Mm-hmm. Are we missing a genre at all? Mm, probably. We haven't done a lot of, like, art house films. We did everything everywhere all at once, though. I don't know if I would call that an art house film. I see. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But anyway. Yeah. We watched 1984. Zzz. Gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Initial thoughts, man. One of the first things that I was thinking when we were watching this movie, and I, like, I called this out during it because I'm like the worst person to watch a movie with at home like in theaters I am a very good boy but at home I like just talk incessantly especially during a movie like Gremlins it depends on it depends like, it depends on the movie it also depends on the state that you're in oh that's true yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that is definitely true because certain states I won't say what states but you ask questions that even I do not know the answer <laughs> to <laughs> well I also get that from my mother my mom is the queen of doing that. Yeah. Of just yeah. asking any quest, any and every question. I think she's <laughs> where I got my inquisitive nature from. Ah, I see. Um, but what I was what I was saying during this movie is like, it's it's such a unique film, especially like by today's standards. Like how like, I, would a movie like Gremlins, a movie like Gremlins would not get made, like. Or at least produced on such a massive. It would. Scale. It wouldn't be produced by like, the, like a huge studio. Studio yeah. in this day and age. Yeah. Like it's not going to happen. It's either going to be like some sort of, like, like Oscar bait drama, or, uh, or some like animated kids movie. Kids movie. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe like. Maybe like a rom com ish thing, but rom coms are kind of. We're kind of past the age of the golden age of rom coms. Yeah, you know, where everyone's going like, to see them. And yeah, yeah. Or there's one other type that I'm thinking of, and I can't totally put my name on it. My name on it. Finger. Put my finger on it. You pointy. Yeah. Anyway, um, I just feel like this movie—it's just so interesting and unique. Like I can't think of another movie that's really like Gremlins. There are aside from like like it, this is very you don't really get like the creaturey kind of movies like like no, you did no, no, in the eighties no, no, no. like no. the eighties was like a very interesting time for like creature 
flex. Well, it was such an know? art. It was like, I mean, this was like peak Muppets. Yeah. And like, like creature building Practical was facts, so and, yeah. good and fascinating. And I'm sure filmmakers just love doing it. Oh, yeah. Trying to find ways to incorporate practical effects and things like that. Um, yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Yeah. I totally agree and so I think, I think it kind of, yeah, in that way, like Gremlins is like a very, it's like an inherently unique film in that way. Like I can't really compare it to a lot of other stuff. Like I kind of think of E.T. a little bit when I think of Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, <laughs> I kind of think of the TV show Di- The Dinosaurs. The dinosaurs, yeah. <laughs> just because of the... But that, again, that's just because of the puppets. Yeah, and but I mean, all, I mean, it's it it definitely it was like very campy horror. Like goosebumps took from it later yeah, on. Yeah, very much so. Um, but just like it, it 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 maintains that it's not necessarily for kids. That it is truly an everyone movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Where everyone could find some sense of enjoyment. It was never like scary, scary. But there are definitely some points that are like, ugh. <laughs> no, it is pretty crazy, like, the the, 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 the violence that does exist in this movie is great. It's and fantastic. also, like, I like all the characters. The characters are great. Like, no one, no one's, like, particularly, like, super flushed out no. in the movie. No. But they're all, it's like, it's enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. For, like, a movie about this, like, little creature that, like becomes the creator of the devil's spawn <laughs> you know what i mean it goes from super cute to very gross <laughs> yes yes um so let's kind of talk about we didn't really do a synopsis um so just a very quick synopsis yeah um the our, our main character who i don't even know his name i don't have my phone on me i, I didn't even, we didn't even pull up the the information on this movie we didn't uh but it's okay uh, some dude. Some dude. Some We're dude. gonna pull up the name, don't worry. Yeah. We watched the movie, we promise. Yes, we did. Um, this kid, blank. Uh, <laughs> he's like 21. like Danny or 22, something. 22, yeah, I feel like. Billy. Billy. There we go. Billy. Basically the same thing, okay? Billy lives in a very small town where he is a banker. <laughs> yes. He's a banker, and his dad is an inventor. His, his dad goes to Chinatown in an undisclosed city. Um, it's New York. Yeah, it's New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he goes, he goes to Chinatown, meets this old man, and he's like, oh, I have this little creature that, like, sings. And, and the dad's like, well, I want this for my son. How much money? And the guy's like, not for sale. This thing will kill you. <laughs> he doesn't, like, say it like that. He's just like, it's not for sale. Too he, much, he's, he's like, too much responsibility. He's like, yeah, yeah, you're not ready for it. Yeah. Um, and so the, the old man in the, in the shop, his son is, or his grandson is like, I'll, I'll sell it to you, mister. We need the money. So gives this guy, this gremlin, takes it home to his kid for Christmas. And they give him three rules. Three rules indeed. Don't get it wet. Yep. Uh, can't be exposed to bright light. Or it'll die. Yeah. And the most important rule. Never feed feed it after after midnight. midnight. Very serious rules. Yeah, that get broken. And, yeah, who who would have thought that all that happens in the movie? <laughs> yeah. You know, one thing I do appreciate about the movie though, it's the pacing of it is very well done. Yeah, yeah. Like they give enough time to to let like the all of like the the main players like breathe. Like you learn about more of their relationships. You have like Billy and um and his love interest from. Can you pull up the, that character's name in the, yeah. in this? 
her name is uh her name is Kate. Kate. Billy and Kate's kind of budding romance. Um, she's so cute. Yeah. She was adorable. They they did a really good job together. They had some really yeah. good chemistry. Yeah. And she yeah, she was excellent in yeah. the movie too. But yeah. Um you, but so you you like see that happening, you see like more of um of Billy's father's inventions throughout the house. You like see the relationship. Also, Billy has the most like patient but badass mother. Yeah. Of all time. Like she's oh my the, the 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 best 80s lady you've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, she's, like, so patient with the dad's inventions that all just fuck up constantly. Yeah. So down to clean up everything. It's yeah, the, just, like... The one, thing, the one, thing that stood out, one thing that stood out to me in this is that all of these inventions just cause, like, the most ridiculous destruction slash, like... Goop. goop. <laughs> and this house is immaculate. Oh, it's fantastic. It's absolutely stunning. And Billy is the only one really supplying anything. Yeah. Billy is like just keeping this family afloat. I also do like that they're like <laughs> the idea that like oh they're we're really down on our luck like we can't like Billy's paying the mortgage <laughs> and all this stuff. Their house is enormous. Yeah, it's gigantic. Their house is so big. And I'm like is that just how it was in the 80s like everybody just had fucking kind like, of feels like big it. ass houses yeah. and they're like oh it's we pay Four hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> a month for our mortgage. Like Jesus, do you know that? Uh, that oh, maybe this is a personal thing. I probably shouldn't say. Never mind. Okay. Um, I'm, all I'm gonna say is that most people like that that own homes that they've had for like the past like ten or fifteen years say they have like a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar house. Their mortgages are less than basically what we are currently paying yeah, yeah. for our four-bedroom rent-stabilized apartment in Brooklyn, <laughs> <laughs> which is bonkers. Anyway. Anyway, so um, it's so good to see Corey Feldman in this, too. I just love him as a little boy. I, Corey I, Feldman was also in Stand By Me. And TMNT. And TMNT. Um, he is, I think he is now our most seen actor and probably we've we've watched yeah you're probably right about that i think so um which is cool um but who is your favorite character who's your least favorite character and then we'll, and then we'll get into like the the actual like gizmo and stuff oh my favorite character yeah mm-hmm. probably billy's mom honestly yeah i mean the main the the focus and rightly so in this movie the the most like standout character or characters in this are the gremlins. Oh, of course. You know, so the black folks. <laughs> Alex can get more into his theory mm-hmm. later on in the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um I I would say probably Billy's mom. Yeah. Probably Billy's like in terms of human characters, probably Billy's mom. I did really like the 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 Chinese guy that ran what what's his name in in the film that that runs the shop he has he's like a bookend character you know, um, and I really liked him. Whoa 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 what? Whoa 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 what? Whoa, whoa. Why is this saying that Howie Mandel played Gizmo? Maybe he did. Hold the fucking phone. That's crazy that if Howie Mandel voiced Gizmo. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, the guy you're talking about, his name is Mr. Wing. Mr. Wing? Wing. Wing. Mr. Wing. Yeah, I really liked him. Yeah, he was cool. He had, like, good bookending stuff. Um, 
was good. Yeah. Yeah. I he, like. He had like the the was he was blind in one of his eyes. Yeah. It was yeah. Cool. I like the dad. I think the dad is my favorite. Yeah, the dad was. Fun He's just too. a little skeezy. I wish he kind of would have been around for all the main action. Yeah, because he would just would have been like the fuck. <laughs> such a weird, such a weird dad because he's like. He's like kind of aloof, but he also like clearly is like a loving dad. Yeah, yeah. But he's also just like constantly absent. <laughs> you know, he's just trying to find that one invention. Yeah, trying so hard. That'll set it. That'll set it right. He's a good salesman, though. He is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He traded his thing for his like big invention for like nine packs of cigarettes. No, it was just a smokeless, a smokeless ashtray, ashtray. But it's just like a plate you put a it's bowl like a over. Smoke like bomb. <laughs> I liked it when the guy who he sold it to was like he was Dying. leaving the shop. He's like, <laughs> like just continuous smoke coming out of the ashtray. Great. Um, he should just sell that to the U.S. military. Yes, and then who was that old lady? Rock. That old lady Karen. What was her name? Oh, Mrs mean mrs harris mrs harris maybe yeah or mrs deagle mrs deagle mrs deagle yeah. evil deagle evil deagle <laughs> she sucked she was threatening she went to this man's job to say that she was gonna kill his dog yeah she like <laughs> said that she was gonna kill his dog slowly like three times throughout yeah. this film i'm gonna kill you slowly i'm gonna take him to the pound and you'll never see him again and did she get killed by the gremlins she it was a really creative death like yeah. she was in the uh the chair, yeah, like the was. lift to go up to yeah, her yeah, bedroom, those, yeah, yeah. and the gremlins fuck up the wires, and she goes flying out the window like forty yards. Yeah, I will say the the shitty people in this uh, in this uh, show do get uh, what they fucking deserve. Yeah. <laughs> With the super racist dude, the guy who hates all the immigrants and hates foreigners. Yeah, he was right that gremlins did exist. <laughs> He's like they put the gremlins in the oven. They put them in the car. They put them in your vibrators. I did think, I actually did think that was cool just to give them like just the littlest bit of history. They're like, oh, they used gremlins or the uh, foreigners, whatever. Foreigners used gremlins in World War II to shut down the tanks and the planes and, and made everything fuck up. That is a crazy idea that all the kamikaze pilots in Japan were just, they gremlins? Were just put gremlins behind the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked up. Um, but yeah, let's, let's get into the, to the gremlin stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the grooms, the grooms. <laughs> um, so they turn into, so Gizmo gets wet and has a full on panic attack. There were so many times like before leading up to this point in the movie though, where he was surrounded by like elements that could get him wet. Yeah. yeah. Like the first time that Billy like takes Gizmo into the bathroom and he's like right by the sink. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Oh. And it's just like little things like that where you're like, oh shit! Like, it's just nice when like you see a film like kind of like building suspense. It edges you a little and, bit, like anticipation a little bit. Yeah. But they but they aren't like there's not a character that's like look out, yeah. like oh I better not get you wet, bud. Yeah. Which like sounds like a no brainer, but there really are so many like films and like just like media in general that's like. Hey, look! This is what we're presenting to you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like, sh- aren't you proud of us? <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where this just like has a, just like a silent quality to it. Uh, well, it is also in building it's up like, that suspense. It's remarkably nice. basic things too. It that, is that that, that like it is a really just, simple. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it is like the rules are basic, but mm-hmm. like there's no like you're talking sunlight and water and food. Like you know, yeah. there are three basic things that everyone needs. Yeah. That no matter what, these things are going to end up being around in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now the thing that kind of got me though was like, they didn't multiply in snow. Yeah. Which is my only thing. Like, yeah. Mm. 
I was little because mm. like, mm. what they go inside the snow melts and then they then they're wet. I don't know. You know, they because homeboy the evil scientist guy just drops a drop of water on one. Just yeah. A drop. So well, and know. that just makes one more. No, that made five more. Oh yeah. No, it only made one more in the in the school, right? Yeah, I think it made five. In the school, it made five. I think so. Oh, and he wrong. and he only kept one of them. And then he kept one of them. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. So, uh, Gizmo is like a little singy songy guy. Mm-hmm. Super cute. They're like you know, and uh, he gets wet, and all of a sudden they're five. And Gizmo, is the only nice one. Yeah. Gizmo's like, fuck my kids. <laughs> my children are my, so bad. My bad eggs. <laughs> Cause, cause one of them is the one that uh, tears the uh, stripe. Yeah, stripe. <laughs> the one with the mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one with the mohawk. Uh, I'm pretty sure it chews through the the clock wire, and mm-hmm. that's that's how they they eat past midnight. I love that they just they know what they're gonna turn into. Yeah, they know. They, they want do. it. They want yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But yeah, so, and then the scientist keeps one of them, because they go to the high school scientist, and they're mm-hmm. like, he's like, I'm going to run diagnostics and checks and shit. And um, he cages Stripe. And honestly, I feel like Stripe was... Oh, is it Stripe? The Stripe, yeah, Stripe is in there. Oh, is Stripe is the one at the school. Yeah, because okay. he, he also gets mildly abused. He has, like, a backstory. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, he got his blood drawn, and he was scared. Yeah. And he keeps him in a cage. Yeah, the scientist was also like, it'll be okay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> pizza shit <laughs> that's actually the exact that dialogue is, yeah, that the happens exact in the dialogue, yeah. um if you want to challenge me watch it yeah and then let me know what you find okay <laughs> okay all right right that's all i'm gonna say um so the scientist feeds them past midnight the other ones eat because billy gave them chicken wings <laughs> There's some drumsticks. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Drumsticks. It was mostly drumsticks. Drumsticks and chicken wings. It was fried chicken. He fed them fried chicken after midnight, and they turn (laughs) and then they turn into monsters, little hood rats. No. (laughs) The reason we're laughing, and the reason Luke's laughing is because I feel like the more he's thinking about it, the more it's becoming no, true. No, this is not true. It's true. I I actually, to be fair, I didn't come up with this idea. Yeah, I'm sure that there's a bunch of online theories about it. Yeah, there's yeah. an online theory that gremlins are allegories for for black folks of the time. And it's very racist in a million different ways. Way number one. Well, it's the drum... So we're talking drumsticks and chicken wings, okay? And then they break out. They start doing crazy shit. Some of them start putting on masks. They're all terrorizing oh, this we're, white some suburban Some of them are wearing town. ski masks. Ski masks. They find guns. Um, and when they find guns, most of the time they go, gun. Yeah. <laughs> they start going... Gun. They go crazy in the movie theater. <laughs> that one... <laughs> as you kept talking about it... And then the movie theater scene happened. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, they're terrorizing the girl at the bar. They're all getting fucked up playing cards. Don't turn away now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, definitely is an allegory, I think. And then uh, some of them start wearing sunglasses. 
They have, a lot of them. Yeah, they're all... They got, like, bombers on some yeah, of them. Yeah, dude. Also, let's talk about, like, how they found all of this, all the clothing. Baby stores. Like, I guess. Baby <laughs> stores. But they're, like, the babies have drip, man. Like, babies they're all drip. styled. Hell yeah, they are. Like, one of the gremlins is a stylist, you know? Or they're just all black and have style. <laughs> That's kind of what it is. Um... Yeah, so, so so the big the big thing that happens is Gizmo breaks out. I think he kills the scientist. Oh yeah, yeah, kills Absolutely kills dead. the scientist. Um, also, the scientist just dumb as shit. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna coax him out with a Snickers bar, and I'm gonna hold the Snickers bar where he's gonna bite it like three centimeters off with my with my thumb and my pointer <laughs> finger, and I'm gonna hold it underneath this desk. Yeah. Um, gets killed and Billy goes cause, cause the scientist calls and is like oh my god the eggs are hatching cause they turn into eggs before they turn into like these mm-hmm. gremlins it's like their cocoon yeah um, and Billy goes to goes and finds the scientist who's now dead we, we see them in their final form for the first time which is kind of cool it's like very quick like it just opens a door and scratches Billy across the chest or his yeah. hand or something um Billy follows it to the YMCA, and you're like, oh, fuck, every YMCA has a fucking pool. <laughs> and uh, Gremlin Boy jumps in. The it's th- This scene is really cool, practical effect-wise, because they have the entire pool, like, bubbling, bubbling and sizzling. There's, like, smoke coming in. It's yeah. all, like, a, like a, a bunch of lights, like, eerie lights are yeah. shining up from the pool. It's pretty cool. No, it is really neat. I do wonder how they did that. They probably just had a bunch of, like, air jets and shit. Yeah, yeah. In the pool. And just and... lights and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. It, it still looked really cool. Yeah. Um, and... And, like, you get to see the whole, th- like, it zooms out for the whole thing. And yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, but then you see all the, all the, all the gremlins, and you're like, oh, shit, there are, like, hundreds and thousands of them. Mm-hmm. And they start fucking up everyone in the town. They take this guy's tractor, <laughs> run it through their house, his, kill them. His reliable American-made machine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, goes nuts, and he's like, oh, the gremlins! <laughs> <laughs> I knew they'd come back! Um... And, I uh, felt bad for his wife. Yeah, his wife did nothing. Because his wife's like, oh, <laughs> my husband's a QAnoner now. <laughs> um, yeah, so they die. Then the Mrs. Mrs. Deagle gets what she fucking deserves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mrs. Deagle sucks. Um, oh, and also, they, the, the, the gremlins, before they even turn bad, string up the dog. They do. Which is crazy. Yeah, they string up the dog. They string up the, they, don't they string up Gizmo, too? Yeah, I think they do. What is with them? I don't know. They Why like are we str- stringing they things like stringing up? Stringing people up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Anyway, so uh, yeah, they're going nuts. Billy goes to the police and is like, "There are gremlins," and they're like, "And they're like, we're drunk, bud." <laughs> <laughs> there are two officers in charge of the whole town. There are no other officers. They're like it's Christmas. We're drinking, bud. <laughs> we got our eggnog. We're not arresting anyone tonight. Yeah, literally. Start getting calls, gremlins. Um. I like when they when they when they see like all the gremlin shit happening. They're like, "Nope," and they go back <laughs> to the station to keep drinking. Well, because the one guy what is being absolutely obliterated by them all. Yeah, and they he like comes up to the cops window and is like, "Help, Help me!" Out. And they're like, they roll the window up. <laughs> they roll the window up and drive off. <laughs> while man was being eaten alive. Um, that thin blue line's pretty uh, pretty, pretty brittle. Pretty thin. Pretty thin. <laughs> Um, Billy's mom gets attacked. And this is, this is the part I'm sure where you were like, yeah, badass. And also I was like, 
like PG eighties movies just hit different. Yeah, they were they weren't PG because there's almost always like some surprising element of like raunchiness, sexuality, or violence. Yeah, yeah. In like like a family movie, you know. Mm-hmm. And this one is with Billy's fucking mom <laughs> because she goes up to the room. She's like calling Billy, or Billy calls her. Yeah. He's like the gremlins are hatching. Like you got to get out of the house. Uh, Stripe at the school cuts off the phone. And Billy loses communication with his mother. So she's like, oh, fuck. I'm going to grab. I'm gonna she's go to alone the, with like five of five them. Five of them. I'm going to go to the kitchen. I don't know if she's like actively trying to escape in this moment. Or if she's like going into like action mode. I think it's, yeah, I think it's action mode. But so she goes into the kitchen. There's one like, is it in the blender or is it near the blender? I can't remember. I feel like it's on top of the blender and she knocks it over. Yeah, she the knocks it over fucking blends the shit out of it. Like, you see it all. Yeah. Um, she stabs one. Yeah, gets a knife, just bap, fucking bap, 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 bap. Like, fucking quadruple. <laughs> and, like, the, for the duration of all of the, the rest of the action that happens in the kitchen, you just see this gremlin bleeding out on the <laughs> counter, like, ah, ah. He's, like, like, he's in the throes of death. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Um, um, and then she puts the one in the microwave. Puts one in the microwave. Really brutal shit. <laughs> She she has the drive to survive. Oh yeah, you she know. Does. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and that's why I love Billy's mom. Yeah. Um, yeah, she eventually gets out. She gets kind of fucked up a little bit. Well, yeah, because the one the, in the Christmas tree pushes the tree on her. It's like choking around with the Christmas yeah, lights. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that part. Yeah. And Billy comes home and swords it, cuts its head off, mm-hmm. and throws it in the fireplace. Well, it's really it's like a blunt sword, so we kind of like baseball bats it in. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking like it's gonna get up from the fire and like run around and catch everything on fire but instead it just it's polite yeah and it knows it's beaten and it dies in the <laughs> fire um you want to talk about the bar scene <laughs> that was crazy um so this poor girl billy's love interest mm-hmm. is the only bartender in town and they're not letting her leave. <laughs> it's well past midnight they're not letting her leave they're getting fucked up they're getting really fucked up my favorite part in that in that sequence is um is, like, when there's the gremlin that's just, like, constantly smoking three cigarettes. <laughs> like, just three in his mouth. And she's, like, trying to light the cigarettes, and it's like... Arr, arr. <laughs> she's moving she's around. Like, ah, ah. She's like, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> um, they're all smoking and drinking and playing cards and fucking throwing shit at her. Yeah. With plates and stuff. And she's just not leaving. No. That's the funniest part to me, is she's like, I'm just gonna endure this. Yeah. Like, they're gonna tip me at the end of this. <laughs> Um, and they then, do. Gremlins always tip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That that scene was that scene was a, a big um, um, pointer finger for me. How so? Just okay. Uh, the biggest pointer finger was the movie theater. So the movie theater. I'm convinced that Quentin Tarantino got inspiration for the Nazi killing scene. In Inglorious Bastards, where like they he where they flamethrower all of the Nazis, like in in the movie theater, I'm convinced that they got that from Gremlins. Oh, I've never seen that. You never have you ever watched Inglorious Bastards? I've only seen clips from it. I've never watched it. We need to watch that for the pod, brother. We'll put her on. Damn. Yeah. We gotta watch that. Um. Anyway, but I'm can I'm convinced that that had some sort of like some inspiration for Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. That's fair. That's the only two like movie theater scenes I can that go like that in any films I've seen. 
you know? Yeah. Whether fair. whether or not it was, like, a conscious, like, decision to pull from that. Yeah, yeah. There's just, it's just a, it's, it's a very interesting coincidence. Yeah. I'll say. Um, but, um, so Kate takes the Polaroid camera, starts flashing pictures, and that's how she escapes and finds Billy. Um. Yeah, they, they just, like, seize out. They're like, yeah, they just. All over. <laughs> um. They don't like getting their picture taken. Mm-mm, they're shy. They're shy. Mm-hmm. They didn't really don't like that bright light. They yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> um. So, and then Kate and Billy kiss. They kiss. They kiss. They kiss, but they have shit to do. So, <laughs> Gizmo's with Billy now. Mm-hmm. Gizmo is clearly he's part of the home team. Yeah, Gizmo's a good boy. Gizmo's a great boy. Mm-hmm. He has no combat prowess. <laughs> no, no, no. But and he's then, got Moxie. Moxie. Moxie mm-hmm. in a dream, baby. It's like the bard of the group, you know. Yes. It's like literally keeping everybody going. Well, Gizmo kind of saves the day at the end of it. Mm-hmm. I love how the dog tried to do something because <laughs> yeah, it was Gizmo and the dog. <laughs> yeah, you 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 think that like the dog would be more like successful against the gremlins because they're like clearly at the be- like in the middle of the movie they're like trying to separate the dog from billy yeah yeah but really the the dog's just just a fella you know dog can't do anything no kind of sad i know <laughs> dog got strung up and was like i want to taste <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> um and so so they blow up the movie theater that's all the gremlins they got all of them mm, except, except for, for stripe Ron. yeah and I'm glad he kind of was like, Stripe, he's the head one. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's the leader. Yeah. Um, he's the most evil, the most <laughs> vile base practitioner of violence <laughs> and debauchery. Uh, and they go to Cabela's. <laughs> they go to Cabela's. <laughs> they do basically go to Cabela's. Where Stripe yeah. gets a gun. <laughs> gun. Well, one of them had a gun before. Yeah. In the With bar. the ski mask. Yeah. This yeah. one with the ski mask had the gun. Yeah. Because <laughs> they need to hide their identity, I guess. <laughs> but they all look the same. Except for Stripe. He's got the mohawk. Except for Stripe. I wouldn't say all of them look the same. Really? We'll have to look back at it. They all look the same outside of their bomber jackets and things like that. Mm. I'll say they look the same. Say it. They do look very similar. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) You gonna lose it? No. (laughs) So Stripe and Gizmo, or or, uh, Stripe is trying to find water. He turns on this big ass fountain kate is like i'm gonna turn on the lights and billy's like i'm just gonna go fight him (laughs) gizmo comes in with his little car the dog is running alongside him and then so they shine like the bright light or whatever Mm -hmm. and it's the most vile disgusting looking thing i've ever seen yeah it's a really really excellent job yeah when stripe starts like melting basically yeah it was stripes trying to get to this fountain by the way to to reproduce yeah too and he, he starts to he's like oh, oh, like his back starts bubbling to yeah. release the little fur balls mm-hmm. well these would just be grem balls yeah grem balls they get to they get to skip the the egg pod situation yes if they're already grems you know if they're already the full grems yeah <laughs> actually greams when they greams yeah greams. Mm-hmm. when they uh yeah when they do their uh thing but yeah, so the light hits, the sun's starting to rise, the light hits, stripe, and he just, like, seizes, he's melting. He, like, his like goop. He, his lips go away, so all you see is his teeth. Yeah. And his nose melts, so you just see his nose bone. One of his eyes is just white now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's super It's, like, gross. turning into just, like, pus and fluid. Yeah. You see his skeleton and everything. Yeah. It's super gross. Yeah. Um, and that's more or less the end of the movie. Yeah. It ends pretty quickly, mm-hmm. um, which I appreciate. 
Um, yeah. Gremlins is a cool fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, then they, they're back at ha- the back at home. Mr. Wing comes in. He's like, you got you guys are pieces of shit. Especially <laughs> you, Dad, who was yeah. gone the whole time at fucking... What did I say the... What did I say the, uh, the inventor convention was? Oh, what did I call that? You think you said husbands? Uh, dumb husbands? Yeah, like dumb... Uh, yeah, like... Dumb drunk in, husbands? Incompetent husband con. That basically. shit was so funny. What the fuck was that? The dad goes away to an invention con. And, and it's, it's like just... all Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Like... <laughs> And they all have like beer and are and are just like super pud. Yeah, it's like and, yeah, and just all button up short sleeve shirts, <laughs> jeans. Yeah. Oh man, I would I would love to hang out there. I bet it's such a weird place to be. Um. Yeah, but Mr. Wing is like, what the fuck, man? He's like, you're He's not like, ready. You're not responsible. You're not ready. Um. And and like it seemed kind of sad because you know Gizmo was like. And yeah, the, he does kind of speak like situational English. Yeah, yeah. Throughout the film, and that's crazy. It's Howie Mandel that's doing that voice. I don't know. Was he controlling the puppet? What the no. fuck? He was just doing the voice. I'm gonna ask Howie. They put him in the booth. They're like, Howie, do your thing. That's fair. Do you think he was bald at that point, or do you think he had hair? He had hair. Yeah. Eighty four. Yeah. I can't imagine him with hair. Anyway. Yeah. Um. But then Mr. Wing just, like, takes them. Everyone's cool with it. They're like, yep, get the fuck out of here. But uh, Gizmo does say, bye, Billy. Yeah. He's like, all you have to do is listen with your heart. And he also is like, Billy, one day you may be ready. One day you'll be ready, son. (laughs) But then he just walks off into the the sunset with Gizmo in a box. And there's, like, a narrate. Like, the dad, I think, is doing the narration Mm -hmm. the whole time. Yeah. I wonder why. Why, Why was the dad the narrator? I don't know. You know? I think it's just because they chose to ha- have him start the movie. Yeah. It's just like a good little bookend. Kind I, of I do like the... I feel like Mr. Wing should have been the narrator for the movie. I agree. Yeah. But I do I do like... It, it like it sets it up... It, like, it would be a different type of movie if there wasn't that narration to set it up. That's you true. Know? Yeah. Like, I like that, ooh, I have a story to tell. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it feels like it's just like a book. Yeah. You know? And the end is just like... If your stuff isn't working or things are weird, make sure you look in the closets and the cabinets for gremlins. No, it very much reads like a children's book. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Very much so. And also, we totally like skipped over this fact, but this is... I always forget that Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is just, It is a Christmas movie. I love that. Yeah. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Steven Spielberg and his bag. I yeah. really, really like this movie. Very good, yeah. I, I found it to be very, very fun. And I will, I'll probably come back it's to it. It's a very timeless movie. It feels honestly. timeless. I'm yeah. shocked, like... They're, like, it's really, like, it's one of those 80s movies where, like, they're... I don't know, in my opinion, like... They... <laughs> they... It's, it's not, like... It's not, like, uh... What was it? Uh, what was that '80s movie that we watched? The very like rapey one that like everyone loves. Oh, um, Sixteen Candles. Sixteen Candles. It doesn't have like that. <laughs> that like what the fuck? Yeah, 16 no. Sixteen Candles vibe, <laughs> or you know, it's just like a, a good little storybook story. Good little storybook. It's story. definitely '80s, you know. It's definitely but, '80s. Yeah. PG '80s movies, man. Coming in clutch. Coming in clutch. Uh, ready to give her the thing? Yeah, let's do it. You want to go first? Or sure, you I'll, go, I'll first? go first. 
Um, just like two lasting thoughts. Um, this this movie is like for everyone. Um, I'm very shocked. Like no one in my circle or family was like Gremlins is a must. Yeah, that's true. Um, it was never like a like a big movie for like my family or anything either. Yeah, I don't you know? know why. It's just, but it is so much fun. Um, I love the characters. We didn't. I mean, like we talked about the characters, but like when you watch it, like the characters are really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the practical effects are a blast. Um, it is racist, but it's okay. <laughs> I think it's okay. Um, just because um, Steven Spielberg. That's why. Anyway, I mean Tarantino does it too, but it's way more perverse. Sure, you yeah. know, I, I I'll take it in an allegorical sense. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, Gremlins for me is gonna sit at an eight point seven out of ten. Um. I I I think it's a blast. I really do. Um. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Bob. I'm gonna give it an eight point six. Nice. But yeah. Um, same thing as you're saying. I think it's a really fun movie. Good for all ages. Um, it like scratches a lot of different itches, which is interesting, mm-hmm. especially for it being such like a niche kind of movie. Yeah. Like it feels like it should be a much more niche movie than it actually is. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, cause like if you were just describing this to someone who's like never seen it or heard of it. Or, like, like imagine, like, this wasn't a movie directed by Steven Spielberg. Yes. And you're like, it's the, a movie, it came out in the 80s. I mean, that's really the only this element. this kid that has a monster, and, uh, like, a little a little animal, and it, it it turns into a bad, bad guy. Yeah, I don't know. Steven Spielberg like, is, like, the element in it, honestly. Yeah. Because there's, no, really. there's a lot of horror camp, just like this movie, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I know I totally agree with you. But yeah, 8.6. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you giving it for your beef score? Mm. Mm, beef score, beef score, beef score. Um, I'm gonna say that it's 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 a it's a burger. It's a burger. It's a bacon burger, with a fried egg on it. And, nice brioche bun. Some. Sesame seed mustard mm. and steak fries mm. with a one on the burger mm. but the burger's small it's contained like it's just enough and uh the the, the fries are, are seasoned very well um yeah it's like it's like the best burger you can have at a chili's if that makes sense. Like, like you go to Chili's and you're like, well, this burger was actually really fucking good. It's a little expensive. But you're like, it was worth it. And I'll come back for it. At least I know what my go-to is now at Chili's. And is it an actual item at Chili's? Uh, no, I, I, I don't know. We should, I should talk know. to him. To Chili's? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, your turn. I'm going to give it a uh, roast beast. Mm. I don't know what the fuck it is. But I feel like it's good. And it's like a weird niche thing. It's Christmassy. You don't know exactly what you're going to get. It's unpredictable. Mm. You know? Mm. But it's so, so good. So good. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm I'm saying. 
Love it. Does that wrap up Gremlins 1984? I think it do. That do wrap mm-hmm. up Gremlins 1984. Now, you know what time it is. <laughs> you all know what time it is. It's time for our hopeful sponsors. Our hopeful sponsors. If we don't have a sponsor next season, we're quitting. <laughs> yeah. We're out of here. We're out of here. We're done. Worm yeah. food. We're out of here. Mm-mm. Finito. Mm-hmm. Gone. Mm-hmm. All right, man. You want to do yours first? Mm-mm. I feel like I always do mine first. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. no. Oh. You want me to try to go first? Yes. Okay. I keep I keep not thinking about what I want it to be. You got to think beforehand. I don't. This is a part of the podcast. I know. I don't know. This is what I I wish for. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a it's a coffee shop that has really good iced coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they only charge you fifty cents for the for the cup. There's so many. So we live in Bed Stuy. There's so many, like, just, there's there's a lot of coffee shops near us. There are. And they, like, some of them just feel, like, so out of place. Like, we went to one today, and it was very nice. It was very nice on the inside. But it felt like, I, I it was, like, all glass. Like, the whole thing was glass. It was, like, super, like, pristine. Um, and And I got a $7 cold brew. And I feel like, and it's good cold brew, but it's a crime. So I present fifty cent good cold brew. Mm. You just go go up to it's it's not even a it's not even a fucking like walk in place. It's a little shack. You go up. There's a dude. His name's Oliver. Oliver. He's like, what do you want, buddy? You want a cold brew? I say, yeah, Ollie. Give me a little. Give me a little cold brew. He's like, that'll be fifty cents. I take it. I drink it. It's as good as this. Do you tip your baristas? Uh, yeah, most of the time. How much would you tip Oliver? I would give Oliver two bucks. So you're really paying two dollars and fifty. That's cents. fine. Okay. That's fine. I wouldn't tip him two bucks every time. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. All right. And Oliver's able to make a decent living. And owns a home. Okay. Yep. And he's like stable. He's super stable. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Uh-huh. Um. Cool. I. Actually saw an ad for this the other day, but there should be more things like it. So I want this to be my hopeful sponsor. There's a club that opened up in Manhattan that is open from 5 to 10. Like, suitable business 5 p.m. to 10 p.m.? Yes. And it's a club? It's a club. DJs, bar, lights, disco, fog. And it's open from 5 to 10, so you can be home by 11 o'clock. That's kind of nice. I kind of love that idea. (laughs) Have an early dinner? Yeah. (laughs) I want a Bed-Stuy one. That's like popping and cool, but you get there at like seven o'clock, you're there for two hours, you dance, you sweat, you have fun, and you go home, and the train is still on time because it's not late. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up that everyone's just getting horny at like one thirty a.m. these <laughs> yeah. days. It's past my bedtime, man. It's way I'm past my like, bedtime. No. Just because you want to make late night mistakes doesn't... Dude, I want to eat my dinner, and because and, and, when I eat, I get horny, and that's just what it is. <laughs> Because, you know, you're well-fed. Full you're belly, like, full like, heart. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> so, yeah, my whole sponsor is uh, early evening clubs. I like that. Yeah. I can get behind that. Uh, so that was episode 34 of the Bucket of Beef Show. What's your name? Is that your stomach? <laughs> I think... <laughs> I don't know if they heard it. Do you think they heard it? I heard it, so maybe. My name is Luke Hudson. My name is Alex Morrison. You better be coming back for episode 35. You better not pout. You better not cry. 
Hit him with the outro. Hit him with the outro, baby. Right about now. Ending of the pod. He's a liar. He's a liar. <laughs> Beef. Bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the bucket. Bottom of the bucket. Yeah. Beef. Seasoned to perfection. Divine. Too wet. Beef. It's a masterpiece, baby.